game? A horror game? Horror. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Game On, a podcast about gaming and other geek culture from a queer perspective. I am your host, Mark Waters, and with us is our co-host, Stephen H. Garcia. Hey, sugar. Ooh, I do like that one. <laughs> it's so nice, so southern. A little it's my rogue. rogue. <laughs> it's as sweet as grandma's peach tea. <laughs> we all know how sweet that is. Yeah. And our third co-host, Adam. I guarantee. <laughs> Is that your... That's Gambit. Yeah. <laughs> Mon ami. <laughs> All these things Frenchish people are supposed to say. <laughs> and, unfortunately, Ray could not join us this week. That's not me. <laughs> oh, that's her catchphrase. But we have our friend Matt Udy in. What? I'm sorry? You. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't have some fancy, like, intro like you guys You don't do. have a catchphrase yet. You're a oh, guest. Well, I could. Yeah, hi, hello everyone. There you go. <laughs> Be our guest. <laughs> and well, welcome. So, yes, yeah, so we've, well, we've been wanting to talk about VR gaming for a while, but none of us really have the VR system. So Matt is going to tell us all about it once we finish with what we're currently playing. Press start to play. So Adam, why don't you go ahead and start? Sure. Well, oh, you know what? I did finish Mass Effect. Oh, okay. so I hadn't finished it as of last time. Mm -hmm. um, so now I've finished completely with the story. It, I I was a little disappointed with the story in the end. I mean, the full story I think is interesting, but it just you know it suffers from comparison to the original games. You know, there was just so many like cool revelations and cool plot twists that happened in the first and second, mm -hmm. and the third one I think left people more disappointed. But this one was just. I think at the end, I rated a solid B. Do you think this, the franchise is just out of steam? Actually, no. the franchise is on hold now. Well, yes, but I think that there's still planned DLC to come out for this one, which I think they are developing. And there's even, like, there was even, like, teasers in that last scene oh, where they're talking the... about, like, the Quarian arc. So I think there will be more coming out for it. But it wasn't like this one was rushed. No. I don't think it was well, rushed. But why? how did they miss the mark if they had time to develop it? I don't think it was... I think I part of it was rushed, and then part of it, like, they had they focused on some parts, but, like, the story part wasn't, like, fully fleshed out. Yeah, they were trying to make it... The, the, one of the big things in the game is this thing called the Scourge, which they is, like, this kind of terrible thing that they say is somehow related to dark matter that's, like, attacking all these ships, which is how, <laughs> like, you... Which is kind of how you get in trouble in the beginning of the game. But they never explain what it is or where it comes from or how it's, you know, like, they sort of allude to where it comes from, but then you don't really know what happens about it, and it's just left hanging. Mm. Okay, it's just which, there. <laughs> which, I th which I think, which I was sort of assuming then they would, like, make that a point of a future game, but then why wouldn't they at least sort of, like, explain it to kind of leave you with wanting more to know more, you know? They didn't get good feedback, I So guess. they didn't. <laughs> um, so I won't talk about Mass Effect anymore, Aww. but I did also finish... Um, Batman the Telltale game. Oh, yes. Yay. So I played the last two episodes this week. Um, it's pretty good. They, uh, you know, there's not a ton of gameplay compared to other games. It's, you're literally watching, you know, like a movie or Right, but have you time. played other Telltale games? Yes. It's, yeah. it's similar. Well, yeah, yeah, but there is more action in the Batman one. There is more fighting. Yes. At least in the first chapter that Stephen and I But played. there's also a lot of sitting and watching and listening. <laughs> <laughs> the detective bits. Well, even... We somehow are on the bridge of the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, were you the one to tell us to turn off all of our phones? I did, and then for some reason... <laughs> you just wanted attention. Wrong button, my bad. <laughs> you really want to talk about that Star Trek yeah. No yeah, kidding. That's, that's what it is. We'll get there, don't worry. Yes. All right, um, so... So, uh, in the last couple episodes, you know, the Joker shows up, and this is all sort of early into Batman's career, mm -hmm. so this is the first time that he's actually Bruce Wayne meets the Joker, because Bruce Wayne gets committed to Arkham by Lady Arkham, who ends up being the main adversary of the game. Lady right. Arkham. Yes, it's yes. a new character, and... It, but it's not really a new character. Oh, uh, again? <laughs> like Arkham Knight? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just like Arkham Knight. Son of a Very bitch. much. Although that one was much easier to figure out than I think yes. this one would be. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's there's some cool twists, uh, stuff I didn't see coming. 
Uh, Do you I get think, to have sex with Selena? Yes, and it causes some major problems with Harvey Dent, mm. who is oh, dating shit. Selena at the beginning. Mm. Yeah. You can sort of imagine what happens then, but yeah, so Penguin... Why wouldn't Two-Face be bi? That's a good question. Maybe he needs to flip a coin to decide whether he'll <laughs> right. stick it in or not. Your mouth is your vagina. Let the coin decide. Your mouth or your butt. <laughs> Gross. As to mouth, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It makes sense to me. If this the shit side comes up, then that means... <laughs> yes. Scards. Okay. <laughs> Rose. <laughs> I always have See, to take it that extra we, level. This is what goes wrong when Ray isn't here to temper us anymore. We just <laughs> we keep polite when there's a woman depravity. in the room. <laughs> We're already talking about shit. All right. Anything else? But to it's say? no. It's definitely worth playing uh, if you are into the Telltale game style mm. style of games. I mean, I I enjoy the story and I I enjoy the detective bits because they do have crime scenes that you have to look at, that you have right. to draw the connections. Those would be fun for me, right. but I watch Forensic Files. Well, there's basically so. one detective scene and one major fight scene, sometimes, like, more than one per episode. Oh, but there's okay. at least one per episode. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I like fighting. <laughs> so, uh, I had to take today off, so I've been mm -hmm. playing Zelda pretty much all day. I'm <laughs> still playing. And, and you're as obsessed as ever? It's so much fun. When they said that you could go anywhere you can see, uh -huh. I, I, that's exactly what's so much fun about it. It's true. I, I saw that the, the map's actually larger than the, the most recent Elder Scrolls game, actually. It's enormous. Yeah. And luckily, you can teleport from one shrine to another. But there's like 99 shrines. Good. And a bitch ain't one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Everyone's thinking about that. Um, and, um, you have to help these little creatures called Koroks. Mm -hmm. They're like leaf faced mm -hmm. creatures and you get a seed from them. And that's how you can expand the number of weapons, shields, uh, bows you can carry. Mm -hmm. You can decide where you want to put in an extra slot. Where do you want your extra slot? <laughs> Let right the seeds here. decide. <laughs> um, Flip your seed. <laughs> and so the two things I wanted to discuss were I just found out the city that these creatures are in. Uh -huh. And there's the sword that you're supposed to get. The sword that will, you know, end all swords. The master sword. Yeah. But you lose hearts as you're trying to pull it out. So you, have so you have to have enough, enough hearts. hearts so that you don't die before you pull the sword out. Oh, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> not exactly there yet. Yeah. But there are certain ways that you can get revived where mm -hmm. you've got like eight or nine extra hearts. With fairies Something like jar. that, yeah, something. <laughs> and so the next time that happens to me, then I'll teleport back there and try and pull it out then and see if I can use it. Uh-huh. Mm. It seems smart to me. It does. So, um... um you know, I what I read was there's like 600 of those seeds or something in the Jesus. games. I thought there were more than that, but yeah, it might there be. might be more. But there the, are a lot. The prize that you get for collecting all of them is like a turd. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to collect them without spending them? No, I think when oh. you get like the 600th one or however many there are, it's they like, go. You get like a little turd amulet. It's literally a piece of poop. I'm definitely going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to spend more time. That poop sounds amazing. Because there are certain things... And I don't think the poop does anything. It's just like, here, you did this. Here's some shit. You start learning the, the things that you're supposed to look out for to see that a Korok is there. Like, there'll be a circle of stones, mm -hmm. but one stone is missing, so you have to find a nearby stone and plop it down in that spot. Mm -hmm. And then the little Korok, tweehee, comes up. Tweehee! That's what it actually says. And gives you a seed. And then every time you go back to that area, it's still there, just like floating around, you know. But I'm definitely going to work for that turd. Good. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say, the last time we talked about the game, we talked about sort of like the transgender issue. Uh-huh. That there is a city that you're not allowed to go into unless you're a woman. Uh-huh. So you have to find this other guy who's, an, I think he's elfish. Mm-hmm. Already dressed up like a woman, but you don't know that it's a woman until he lifts up his veil and he's got like a full beard and stuff. <laughs> and so, it's like, is he a man? Is he a woman? What is the character's name? I that I haven't found him yet. Oh, okay. The character that people aren't talking about in a gay context is this one character named Bolson, mm -hmm. who, in the second city that you go to, you can buy a house. 
mm-hmm. and you have to stock it with furniture. And they're, the company, the, the guy that you buy the house from is always sitting by the fire and he's got like a pink jacket with leopard um, lapels. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you told us about him last time. I hadn't, no, I hadn't he's, run into him last time. He's quite the dandy. Yeah, doesn't he have like little boys here or something with him? Did I mention that last time? So. I don't remember mentioning that last time. I don't think on the podcast you did. We uh, might have probably talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> it all blurs together. Oh my god. <laughs> well, if I'm repeating anything, forgive me. I don't think so. Okay, but he's he's like completely bald with elf ears and like a lay for his baldness. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like a ringlets of flowers. And he does have boys that are working for him. And so if you ask him to build something in the house, he'll be like, okay, dazzle me again like you dazzled me before. <laughs> but none of this is voiced. It's all things that you, you know, that you, you read. read. But yeah. you definitely can still pick up a gay vibe mm-hmm. from him. <laughs> you can pick up the list just from the words. Well, and you try and find somebody else to work in his company, but anyone that works for him has to have the last name Sun. <laughs> or son in their last name. Got it. <laughs> it's a work thing. <laughs> this bitch. <laughs> uh, so, that's the other thing. I'm having so... M- I mean, I haven't played a game that's kept me so engrossed. Mm-hmm. How you know? far do you think you are? No idea. I've Of all the... Like, let's say there's nine sections on the map. I think maybe I have three more to uncover. Uh-huh. Because you have to fly to these tall... Uh, this I did talk about last time, but these tall columns that are in orange. And once you get up to the top, you can download the map and it turns them into blue and you can... Mm, very Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you can transport, you know, in between them. Mm-hmm. So that hasn't been a super high priority. Yeah. But if I come to an area that's new, obviously, you start looking around for that, like, right away. Mm-hmm. So, and that's... that. I was playing up until we... Um, uh, you know, I had to leave to come here, and that's what I did right before I left. <laughs> it's a convenient stopping place. Good. Whee! So, um, Stephen, what are you currently playing? And Justice Part Two. Part Two. Woohoo! Woo! We were actually all of us are playing Injustice Two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you mean the mobile app? No, we all just played around. Oh, we all played before we, had... we before we hit record. We all lost when we played Stephen. <laughs> that's really what happened. Sorry. And Adam beat me. <laughs> Just lucky fingers, that's all. <laughs> right, mash, mash. <laughs> I like, uh, right off the bat, I love that there's a vixen skin for Cheetah. Yeah, that that you can unlock. Uh, How do you unlock the skins? Do you have to, like, earn these, like, crystals? Uh-huh. So the game has, like, their in-game currency, but they have, like, two different currencies. Uh-huh. And um, it took forever to build up, like, I think it's, like, 6,000 crystals. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It took so you get them by, like, winning rounds. And winning rounds and um, story mode. Yeah. And... Uh, you get a bunch from story mode. You get a bunch from uh, doing like um, the character missions where you could do your own endings. Mm-hmm. So you get crystals from that. But it still took a really long time. Um, and a couple other characters have their own skins that turn them into other characters. Have there been any tit window skins so far? <laughs> the- <laughs> Actually, there is, but it's like it's not a circle; it's a triangle. Oh, that's okay. On it's power still a window. Power girl. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> it's a triangle. But mm-hmm. it's kind of weird because they gave her like full pants. Huh. And I was all like, oh, I saw where they were going, and then it just looked weird from the bottom. <laughs> oh. They're trying to make her more feminist? By like, it looks pants, like... But keeping the tit window? Yeah, it's like they gave her, the, like, the, the the Superman Man of Steel outfit, but all white, but with the tit window. Oh. <laughs> hmm. It's weird. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they could put classic Power Girl in Because <laughs> I think I would rather have that. We want our oval tit window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with their one shoulder cape thing. <laughs> Yeah. yeah right. Mm-hmm. Mm. But Vixen is pretty awesome. It and it's cool because she has like her own dialogue, uh-huh. and depending on who you talk to, she says really fun like uh, sassy things. Especially if she talks to John Stewart. Oh, nice. Because they, they dated they... in the car in the cartoon. Yeah, I knew they did in the cartoon. Was that ever like a canon thing in the comics? No, not in the comics, but I guess they are in the Injustice comics. Oh. But Makes yeah, sense. it's she's pretty fun. Um, I like Reverse Flash's dialogue too. He now, talks a lot of shit. Now, when you play a fighting game like this, yes. do you pick one character where you just sort of, like, master it, or do you... Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> Aquaman specifically at the white party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God mode white party. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of amazing. Does not look like Jason Momoa at all. 
No. Well, he does have tattoos on the shoulder. Which I wish yeah. I could remove. <laughs> yeah, they don't look great with the blonde Aquaman. Uh-huh. And it's just like on one shoulder, too. Do you think that they will do uh, skins of... I'm sure, like, when the movie gets closer, they're probably going to do, like, premiere skins. Because yeah. um, the other game, like, the first Injustice had premiere skins for, like, Superman and uh, General Zod. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. Well, Wonder Woman's coming up, so I, yeah. maybe they'll do some some of those skins. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, because, like, the... It was cool to, like, f- like make your own armors and things, but the premiere skits are really cool because they have, like, different voices and stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Maybe they'll make Green Arrow into, um... Uh, the CW one? No. Well, yeah, maybe. But I was thinking Steve Trevor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? That's funny. Um, I know that they're going to have the CW Supergirl and CW Flash skins pretty soon. Ooh. That's cool. Yeah. So, the Supergirl will be cool. She's really good in the game. Well, that's a that's a very classic looking Supergirl costume from the show, anyway, which mm-hmm. would be good. Yeah. Can Can you give like a, a non spoilery synopsis of the storyline? Uh, Brainiac invades Earth. It, now, okay, so the first <laughs> the first Injustice yes. game took place in sort of like an alternate yeah. universe. So we're still in that universe. Okay. Like oh, all the, the normal heroes went back to their home, uh-huh. um, except for like. Like Green Arrow, uh-huh. he's with uh, the Black Canary of this universe, so they became a couple. So he stayed. So he stayed, um, and they had. Got I think they have a, a baby because that's in the comic. Like mm. um, oh, the Injustice comic. Yeah. Okay. So mm. the Injustice Part One had five years before the game happened, mm-hmm. and now um, Part Two, they're in Part Two of the comic now. So there's. That's going on right now too. So, and Injustice Two, the or the Injustice comic is still like a top seller for them. Yeah, Injustice One through One Year One through Five was badass. It almost makes you wish that they had just abandoned Flashpoint and gone with Injustice yeah, instead. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And like in the comic, like, <clears throat> like there was a bunch of people that were in there that died in like really fucked up ways, and like <laughs> Batwoman was in there for a good while too. So I'm hoping she's. I don't think she died, but I hope she did bring her into. The new one. Was she in the first one? She wasn't in the game, but she was in the comic. Okay. I saw that Black Canary had a skin that was called Bombshell. No, that was her hair. Oh, okay. So all the, all not... the outfit pieces have names. Okay. Um, oh. So yeah, Bombshell. That's her hair. Um, but is it like the bombshells, like the when they make them look like they're from the forties? Kind of, I guess. Mm. I guess that's her, her. Her standard is called Bombshell. Um, all the the standard outfits have a name too, um. and then all the different armor pieces have stuff. But you could build a whole set that's called one thing. Okay. Well, they used, she used to be called the bl- the blonde bombshell. You know, when they had mm-hmm. Batman's The Dark Knight. Right. Yeah. And Black Canary mm-hmm. was the blonde all bombshell. The, all the armors and things have, like, cool nods to their characters in the comics. Like, mm-hmm. There's a lot of fun little things. Like, the colors were called, like, Mr. Rand was called God, Godfall, and that's from the Godfall comic. Hmm. It's pretty cool. I don't remember that one. Uh, it's one where he got sucked into the Candor City. And, oh. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. So, is Darkseid just a character, or is he eventually a part of the story? Um, I'm only, like, probably, like, a 30% into the story. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a DLC, DLC character. Oh. So, the the main big bad is Brainiac, and it's kind of crazy. And you yeah. haven't earned him yet. So no, I have to can't... beat the game to earn him. Okay. That's probably the last one that you had left on there. Yeah. Huh? Uh, I also noticed that in the menu there was something called Brother Eye. Yes. Which is a... Um, a Batman thing. It's a Batman thing. He created Brother Eye when, uh, so that no other hero could defeat him. Okay, which is what? It's called Brother Eye. It was it's a like, satellite in the sky okay. that held all of the, the ways to defeat everyone. It had information right. on everyone. Yeah. And well, it, I remember that. That was like early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And, and that story the, became like a big thing. Yes. The, the Omic project. Yeah. yeah. Because Omac was from actually from the late 70s. He was a Kirby, Jack okay. Kirby creation. So Brother I was again the satellite and Omac, the one man army corps. Uh-huh. That's what Omac stands for. Was his operative on Earth. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Which is why all the Omacs in DC had those big, um, f- not, f- what are they called? Mohawk looking things. This is the comic where, like, Wonder Woman fought Superman and won, and then she also, like, murdered someone on, on TV. Was that Maxwell Lord? Yeah, she murdered Maxwell she Lord. She snapped his neck. Yeah. yeah. I remember when that was such a controversy. Oh my god, all the fans. The heels. She would never do that! <laughs> <laughs> Gay Wonder Woman fans drive me crazy, man. 
Like the old school. Just telling you. Yeah. <laughs> My God, Linda Carter would never kill anyone. You're right. Linda Carter wouldn't. But Wonder Woman might. <laughs> big she's distinction. A, she's a crazy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she's a warrior. All right. Anyway. So, so far, the game is really good. Um, the story is surprisingly really good. Like, it's like watching a movie. They should be making movies out of this. Yeah. Ditch mm-hmm. Zack Snyder and just do the Injustice. Mm-hmm. I mean, Superman is kind of a more interesting villain anyway. Yeah. You know? Uh, one of the cool, in the story mode, you were um, Green Arrow and Bacchanary. And in the fights, you could pick which one you want to fight with. Mm. So, like, something would happen, and then the story would change depending on who you picked. Oh. So, it was kind of cool. And there was a part where uh, Blue Beetle and Firestorm, they're a team, so you could pick between them two. Have you unlocked Black Canary's, any of her alternate outfits? Not yet. Um, I've already played her a couple times. And, all, sorry, I know we keep talking about this a lot. We really want to get to the VR stuff. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just us. hanging out. <laughs> we'll jump in whenever you want. Oh, Continue, please. All right. Um, when you fight as um, the Red Lantern, what's his name again? Atrocitus. Atrocitus. Dexter, the cat, is yeah. one of the cre- yeah. one of the creatures you can use. And the, one of the armor pieces is Dexter armors. Oh, so you could, armor you, could for duck, you could duck him out. It's pretty cool. Now, when you play Firestorm, do you get to communicate with Martin Stein? They talk to each other. Somehow. They do. I don't know, how, like, not in the middle of the fight, but like in the story, mm-hmm. you could tell that he's talking to someone else, and you actually you see them merge together. Okay. Which Firestorm cool. is it? Uh, Jason Rush. It's the one the from CW. One. Yeah. But he looks like the one from um, TV. So yeah. this is a CW skin on this one? No, it's uh, it's. Jason Rush and Einstein. Uh, because Jason Rush has not been either Firestorm he, on the CW. No, he was just there for a minute and he left. And oh, then you're they, right. And then they changed the Firestorm name to like uh, Jackson something. Right. So this one is based more on what they're doing in the comic book. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Um, yeah. Is he fun to and, use? Uh, I used him like once, but um, Blue Beetle was cool. And but so Batman put them as a team, so they're like the the like his powerhouses. They were together. Hmm. And it's cool seeing them like uh, tag team stuff. And they're young. They're mm-hmm. the young, the youngins. Yes. All right. Now the topic of the day. I finally got to play VR. <laughs> Good. Yay! And I went over to Matt's place to play it. Yes. You have a PlayStation Four VR system. Does it have a name? The PSVR, I guess. PlayStation VR. Yeah, yeah PlayStation VR. Well, at least they kept it simple. <clears throat> Okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd invite you over. We had Steve. I had Steven over maybe two months ago. Yeah, three months ago, something like that. I invited you over when I first got it. Uh, you get to try out the Batman game. Uh, that was pretty. Yeah. <laughs> how long have you had it? It's been over a year oh, now? since it came out on on release day. I, I'm not sure actually how long I've had it. It's it's September or October, right around there. Yeah, actually. Um, so I've I've had it since release date, and I've just been buying games nonstop for it. Every every little thing that comes out, I have to get it. <laughs> What was the name of the roller coaster game you had me try out? So you tried out Rush of Blood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I played that one. Did you try that one? Yeah. That could be taken so many ways. Uh, yes, a rush of blood to the head. <laughs> but it's not. It's a horror game. A horror game? Horror. <laughs> rush of blood to the whore. You're on a roller coaster. Got it. And you have to shoot. And he he has these two wands. That it took a minute for me to get coordinated because you have to make sure that they match up with where your hands are in the oh, game and uh-huh. the little vibrators. Yeah, <laughs> and you've got triggers, but you also have thumb triggers mm-hmm. on the top, mm-hmm. so they do feel like guns with triggers on the front. Mm-hmm. But to reload the guns, you have to press the triggers on on the thumb. So it takes a little bit of well, coordination. Well, that's the easy way. You right. can actually sort of flick your wrist because some of the shot the shotguns like you flick your wrist back and it like so it reloads the oh um, yeah. But the easy way is to push the button. I didn't um, know about the pushing the button ones because I was yeah. Like, see, I remember I remember you were flailing everywhere when you were playing <laughs> yeah. Steven. It's much more fun to be in it than it is to watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's a little hard to explain unless you actually try it on. And I I, I know you when when I took you out of it, you're like I just want to go back in. It was amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It did, was, you, did you have scared? <clears throat> uh once i don't think you did i think you were just you knew it was a game and you were like i did but at the very everything. beginning there's these girl there's this girl running around and it's supposed to encourage you to look around <laughs> and, for a full one and you only wanted to look forward i remember i didn't this. realize like, look that that's, around. yeah i didn't realize i was supposed to until you yeah. told me mm-hmm. um but then two girls come out and they're standing right next to you and so that one was a little scary but once i was like in this is supposed to be scary, but I'm going to focus mm-hmm. on the shooting. 
I just appreciated the graphics. And there's a guy that comes out like a barker at a um, at a carnival. A carnival barker, if mm-hmm. you will. Like a pop barker. <laughs> Spay and neuter your pets. <laughs> he comes out and actually talks to you right next, you know, and explains what's going on in the game. He looks just like Jack Nicholson, at least I thought he did. He didn't sound like him, but he looked like him. And it was, it just felt immersive. I don't know how else to say it. I didn't feel like anything like around me, behind me was immersed in it, but just because it was all in my field of vision, it was weird both in and out of the game. It was tons of fun. Now, I know the Batman game was supposed to be not very long. Yeah, I think it was about 30 to 45 minutes, just depending on how quickly you grasp the concept of what's going on. Uh, I, did did you play it, Stephen, when yeah. you were over? Yeah, did you play the whole thing? Yeah. I, I I mean it it was it's short it was it was nice but it's just the replayability on it was just not there yeah, yeah. once you do it once you're like okay I'm good well that's yeah. the thing that's that's kind of my my question which I think is kind of the hurdle to get a mainstream yeah uh, you know um I want to say adaptation that's not the right word but work to to get more people to purchase the VR and use the oh is I, to have something where you know where it's it is the same as like how you'd play a game like Legend of Zelda for example. I mean that's how many hours are you going to spend playing that game? Like a lot. And it seems so far like the VR systems have been sort of designed for more shorter They're like experiences types. right now. Yeah. A lot of yeah. them are experiences. Uh I I had I had um Mark try out the Werewolves Within which yes. was sort of like if you ever played Werewolves the board game or the group game it's not really a board uh-huh. game. Uh somebody's they with the actual game where you're sitting around a table, they hand out cards, somebody's a werewolf, and you try and keep it a secret, and at the mm-hmm. end, everybody votes to try and see who... Well, so this whole... It's like just like that, but you're sitting around a campfire, and uh, you're given your role, either like a villager, a werewolf, or like the mystic, or something like that, and you have to try and hide it if you're the werewolf, but everybody's talking and trying to figure out who has what role. I thought it was hilarious when uh, Mark was playing because the guy next to him kept leaning over. And if you lean over and whisper and you are a werewolf, you can sniff out a certain uh, mm. class or whatever it is. He kept leaning in and Mark was just sort of laughing and like giggling at him. He didn't know what was going I on. I thought he, I just thought he was like nodding at me. <laughs> was this like with real people? Yeah. Yes, so you play online. online. Got it. With, and so you're really talking to people. I had headphones on. Uh-huh. They could hear me in the microphone. I was like, oh, take it easy on me. I'm new. And then I turned out to be a fucking werewolf. <laughs> you know? So we talked about some of the tactics and before we played, he's like, well, you can actually just tell him up front you're a werewolf and then just go, ah, I'm just kidding. Look at that. The new guy's a werewolf. <laughs> right. You know? And I think I did try that at some point. I was like, I'm the I'm the new guy. They surely wouldn't give me a werewolf. Yeah, I was like whispering over. I'm like, yeah, you're you're the villager. So just tell them that, that way they'd hear it. Right. Um, they ended up not voting for you as a werewolf, and you ended up winning too. We I voted believe. for somebody who was not a werewolf. Uh-huh. And when you vote for somebody who is not a werewolf, the werewolves win. Yeah. Nice. So that one actually, I feel like that has the most replayability out of all the games that I have right now. Yeah. Because I mean, I can put the headset on at ten o'clock at night, grab a couple beers, sit there and drink them, and then as I'm just like in this game, the next thing I know, it's two o'clock in the morning uh-huh. and people are leaving. They're like, I'm going to bed and I'm like, oh my God, I've been playing this for four hours. <laughs> and it's it's a lot more, most of the time you're just sitting around chatting with people just like we are right now yeah. about random things and whatnot. But recently, uh, I just, I actually just bought yesterday the game called uh, Farpoint. So it just came out yesterday. It comes with this uh, controller and I'll, I'll, I mean, it's going to be hard to describe, I guess, but... Um, Looks like PVC pipe, I guess, uh-huh. right? Uh, and it's shaped like a rifle. Um, so in this game, you're you're uh, shooting bugs, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's it's got there's actually a couple joysticks on here, so you can move around. So it's actually the first one to have mm-hmm. uh, movement in it with a gun. And right. The light. The light. This uh, is like the same thing as like the the PlayStation Go controller, or what, like the the, the move controller. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But it's, it's like just a big ball. one, and it's made specifically for this one game. It's their new. Uh, peripheral that they came out with uh hoping it takes off and they come out with new games like maybe first person shooter games should yeah. involve this type of thing i had a blast of it yesterday when i played the game you have to you stand well i guess you don't have to stand up but i stood up the whole time had a great time uh the aim is really good with it uh it feels like you're really holding a battle rifle when you're when you're shooting with it and i mean i know i, I gave it to um steven earlier and he was looking at like how do you know where all these buttons are because there's 
so many buttons on this. Well, thing. and there there do look like there are various ways that you can hold the controller. Is there one way that you're supposed to hold this? Well, I mean, just basically like a like a like battle a rifle. Yeah, like okay. a gun. And I mean, there's so many buttons on it. But when I played the game, there, it really only has the trigger, and then there's like a reload button on the side if you need it. But mm -hmm. it's pretty straightforward when it comes down to it. Because there's another toggle on the back. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. So those are your movements. So you you move around just like this is your left stick. Uh, it's hard. We're trying to. I know. Explain it's a it. theater of the mind. Yeah. There, there's a left stick and there's there a right stick. There are two joysticks, but there's one in the front. Mm -hmm. Um. Where, oh boy, where That'd like the clip movements. of the rifle might be or something, mm -hmm. and that's how you move one direction. And then there's one behind the trigger that you shoot with. And the butt. That you op <laughs> that you <laughs> operate with your thumb, also like the butt. Yeah. On the butt. Oh, Ray. We miss you, Ray. Um, all right. It's I can never take looking... your place. Huh? <laughs> it's an interesting looking contraption. Yeah. Would you say this is the game that you are currently playing? I am, yeah. Currently uh, playing this one. Having a blast, but I've, I've heard it's pretty short, too. It's like an hour-long like, mm -hmm. uh, game. But there is online with this one, so you can oh, cool. join up with people online and shoot bugs. Well, yeah. where do you think... Okay, for, where do you think VR is going? I like the whole social aspect of it. Just like, like I said, we're sitting around a fire... I'm hoping PlayStation comes out with the PlayStation Home. I Is that, that what they called it? And yeah. maybe like a VR one would be great. Like, you know, build your own little place and people come over and visit and you got board games to play. Mm -hmm. I would love a D&D. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Just I would love to just play D&D with like a group of friends and actually see what's happening. It'd just be great. That'd be so fancy. It'd be <laughs> so fancy. Well, there wouldn't be a way to replicate anything on the board, would there? That'd be a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, well, if you There'd roll a dice and then you had like a spell and maybe you're... Your little figure that's on the board would actually shoot a fireball, and you'd see it explode. And yeah, yeah, I think they've got fun. there's a lot of stuff they could do. It's still in its early stages, and it's yeah. just a matter of if it'll take off and people adopt it or not. Well, I think. Did you read the book Ready Player One? Yes. Okay. Loved it. Loved so it. they all have these haptic suits. They're you know st uh, presumably strung up on wires to help contrain their movements, but they're also on multi-directionally moving. Treadmills. Treadmills. Yeah. Well, I think at the end, didn't he have a chair? Like a, It was like a yeah. really fancy chair that like he actually sat in and it <clears> lifted <throat> him up and he could move around in the chair as well. I was thinking that maybe the future of VR would be also exercise. You know what I mean? I because would love that. Can you imagine how fun it would be to be on a treadmill, but you have the VR set up? I mean, they would have to make it smaller. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine how lighter? much you'd be sweating in that VR headset, though? Well, there is that, yeah. yeah. Steven, but, Steven was fogging it up when he was playing yeah, it. Yeah, with my glasses. Oh. He was getting I, all hot and steamy in there. I think the technology is just going to get better and better over the next decade. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they'll be built in like some cooling fan or something. Right. I, I mean, I think that... I, Eventually, the VR set will basically be a pair of glasses instead of an entire thing on your head, you know. Well, it's probably moving towards augmented reality as well. So you've got the whole, I mean, there's going to be a mixture and eventually it's just, it'll be one thing. You won't have to look through your phone to catch a Pokemon. That's true. You can actually look through glasses. Wow. I know. Can you imagine? I think that's how, that, that's the, the plot of the new Sword Art Online movie. Like they have a new reality that they jump into. So, oh, speaking of sword art, that's where I don't want it to go. Is that's where you, scary. Where you get stuck in the game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's like my one big VR fear, if that happens. Or like the framework in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That was kind of cool, though. <laughs> what now? There's another VR company called Oculus. There's a couple of them. There's there was. Oculus. Yeah, Oculus. Oh, oh, no. They're still, they're still around. Oculus, and then there's Vive. Um, which is... HTC Vive. HTC, yep, exactly. So those are the other two. Those are, you're running those off of your computer. Much, they're, I mean, they're much higher quality, except you have to spend like $1,200, $1,500 on a gaming rig. Oh right. And then also buy the headset for three, four, dollars $500, depending on which one you get. Mm -hmm. Right. This one, I already had the PlayStation 4. Right. So I could just go, I think the headset was 300 I bought the whole kit, came with a game and the two uh, move controllers. Maybe four fifty five hundred dollars when it first came out. Mm -hmm. um, at at first, I I mean I feel like the purchase was justified. I've 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 gotten my time out of it at this or my money's worth out of it at this point. But Do, is there any so far um, enhancements to using it with a PS4 Pro? Yes, yes. The graphics quality is better. Well, wow, that's good. I've heard. Yeah, they uh, there's certain games they have, they made it so you can't that the game developers can't developed the game just for the ps4 pro now i'm glad you actually brought that up because uh -huh. they have to make it so that the old ps4 can play it 
as well as a PS4 and Pro. If they do the Pro, it can have graphic improvements. Right. But they can't make a PS4 Pro only game, which is nice because I feel like I'd be left out and then I'd go have to go buy a brand new PS4. Right. right. Well, that <laughs> and does. <a> TV. <laughs> and a TV. Yeah. It goes a long way to driving sales. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if they had a VR game that was a driving game, would you. They don't have anything like that yet, I, do they? Yeah, I actually have one of those as well. Oh, well, that's right. Yeah, Dirt Rally, which you never tried. We didn't I don't try think you got No, because I said I was bad at racing games. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's right. But how do you go forward if you don't have a pedal? That, see, I'd be like thing. stomping. I played on the with the controller, and I mean, it was I, I had a good time, but I feel like if I had the actual steering wheel and the, and the pedals, I'd be amazing at it. Yeah. But then that's 200 yeah. bucks. They're going to with so many accessories. <laughs> oh, I know. I've already got this. Yeah, just wait. Just wait. Sorry, it looks like a butt plug. Right. Is that what you said? So that's what I thought it was. I was like, what is that glorious thing? Does it vibrate? And where does it, it go? It actually does. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Awesome. Uh, well, speaking of waiting, we didn't have to wait any longer to see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Woohoo! Ooh, that was good. It was excellent. I didn't even see it in 3D. I did I, not either. I didn't either. I don't, I'm kind of over the whole seeing movies in 3D. Yeah. It kind of just gives me a headache. Especially for those of us, which all four of us in this room are wearing glasses right now. It's hard to wear glasses and then wear 3D glasses on top. Yeah. Especially some of them are very clunky. They're huge. They're they're like, you're almost watching your your movie with your head tilted forward. You just keep falling. I have my special Kylo Ren uh, special edition glasses (laughs) (laughs) that work perfectly, but I I always forget to bring them. (laughs) Yeah, when I went and saw it, I actually got to go to the iPic Theater. In Westwood, uh-huh. uh, first time there, it was amazing. They, have uh, you guys heard of this? Yeah, no. so cool. The seats reclined, like you know, just like the one we have down here at the Pike. But came with a blanket and pillows. We had our own server. I got to eat and drink while I was watching the movie. Nice. It nice. was really nice. How yeah. do you not want to fall asleep though with the blanket and oh, pillows? Because the movie was so good. Oh well, that is true. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if I went and saw like a love story there, I probably <laughs> it, it, no, I'd be asleep. Those seats are so comfy. It's just. What was yeah. your favorite? Now, all the characters got their own storylines. Yes. Which, sometimes that doesn't work. Most times it doesn't work. It's it's all spread too thinly. Uh-huh. I thought they did a pretty decent job of covering stories for everybody. I thought it was mostly balanced. I didn't think anyone got, like, fucked over. Do you have a favorite story, Adam? I like the Nebula Gamora story. That was good. Um, mostly because it, you know, made the movie pass the Bechdel test. You know, right. <laughs> which we've talked about on this podcast multiple times. Well, they were still talking about their father. Thanos. No, but they were also talking about their relationship with each other. As sisters. As sisters. Right. Well, it was good. I'm glad there was a little bit of forgiveness in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because I think Nebula is a badass character. And so I'm glad that the new, basically, Guardians, no spoilers, because they're on every like promotional photo, are Mantis, mm-hmm. Nebula, and Yondu. And I thought that all three of them... I mean, I mean probably Mantis got like the least amount, mm-hmm. but... At least with Nebula and Yondu, I thought they both got decent story arcs bigger than the first movie. I was in a conversation with a guy that hated what they did with Mantis. and I can see that. Well, I, did, I mean, I knew who Mantis was, kind of. Mm-hmm. I knew she was a Marvel character. I knew she was supposed to be an empath, and I knew she had feelers. <laughs> That's all I knew about her. So I liked the way they did her in the movie because... I didn't know anything about her. Mm-hmm. The guy that hated the way they did her in the movie was able to recite to me basically her entire history in like two paragraphs. And I'm like, how are they going to put that in yeah. to a movie that's already crammed with like five lead characters? Yeah. Right, right. You have to make some concessions, you know? And she's gone through so many changes, like it's ridiculous. Yeah, I feel like Drax stole the show, though. <laughs> yeah. It really did. Uh, there is just... The comedy was amazing. With <laughs> I would definitely pick him over Chris Pratt. To have sex with? Yeah. I- I'm still going with Chris. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> the storyline that really got to me was Rocket. Oh, yeah. I've it, always really liked... Yeah, I like the Rocket and Yandu scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They literally... They just... They developed their whole characters within, like, what was it, 20 seconds of conversation? Uh-huh. It was yeah. amazing. Well, that's what happens when you have something in common with somebody. You know, like when you make fast friends, it's because you guys can relate, you know, to a certain level, and they certainly could. I like characters that are somewhat emotionally restrained, or if they're not, the only emotion they actually show is anger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can relate to that. <laughs> like, I get you. Not for me, of course. <laughs> just from people you just know. Just in general. Asking just... for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> uh 
But um, what did you think about Kurt Russell? Well, it was amazing when they had him look young. Mm-hmm. You know, because you forget how good looking it he was, was when he was younger. Much, much better than Jeff Bridges in the truck. <laughs> or uh, even uh, Magneto and, and Xavier in X3 when they were younger there. Oh, yeah. That and I looked like a lot of makeup. And yeah. it was better than Rogue One with Tarkin and Leia. Well, they just used age regression on his frame, didn't they? They used his basic bone structure, but they. Yeah, like he acted it. Right. right. Whereas Leia, I mean, she didn't. Right. <laughs> you know, she was dead at that point, I think. Or either, I don't know. She, they, but he no, wasn't but they were entirely... Totally, but you're right. The Tarkin and Leia were totally different actors. Right. That were had somebody else's face put on them. Yes. Right. I, you know, I knew that Ego was a planet. Mm-hmm. I knew that about the character. But I didn't know how they were going to show it. It was so great when you actually got to see the face of Ego on the planet Mm -hmm. you know and it didn't look at you or didn't talk to you or it was just kind of like hanging out right you know like oh there's a planet that's got a face on it i was like it looks just like the comic it's cool because it definitely could have gone super cheesy yeah that effect um you know they i read a really interesting article about how marvel is sort of getting away from romantic storylines and the family feeling is how they're um they're finding new ways to push characters forward Mm -hmm. you know like the guardians of the galaxy are a family right um even when there is a romantic relationship in the movie Uh it's never consummated they don't even kiss they don't even talk about it they talk around it so um steven did you have a favorite storyline the rocket and yandu scene um was really touching Mm -hmm. um and then the 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 end part with yandu and star lord Mm, yeah. Oh, so sad. Oh, I almost teared up. I almost had feelings. <laughs> yeah, I think your your feeling about that has to it depends on what your relationship with your dad is like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, so w- there were five post credit scenes. <laughs> yeah. Right. One of them <laughs> involves a pretty cool. Well, it, it involves a reveal of a character that has my same name. Right. Um, and so my friend said, basically, I need to get a T-shirt with that exact like introduction. Right. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty good. I, w- I will not say it because it's spoilers, but I might be making it's a your t-shirt. name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> might end with Harlock. stronger <laughs> and more perfect, <laughs> more golden. I don't know if you guys. Know- oh, 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 yeah. Never mind. I probably was just about to spoil whatever was going on. Right <laughs> With what? Well, I saw something in the credits. I don't know if you guys noticed somebody off to the... I There was somebody that wasn't in the movie. Yeah. Is that well, what that we're was... talking about right now? No. Okay. I, uh, that was Jeff Goldblum that yeah. you were talking about? Okay. Oh, yeah. I was collector. like, is this a spoiler that I shouldn't be pointing no, out? Is he the collector? Or... No, he's the no. collector's brother. They the are grand oh, the Grandmaster. Same race. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's going to be in uh, Thor. Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Right. But it was weird that they had him in the credits, but mm. he wasn't actually in the movie. Mm-hmm. Unless I missed him somewhere. I think that was, was really the, cool. that was really the only teaser to another movie that I caught. Okay, that's what it was. They had to throw something in. Yeah. And they, at the end of the movie, Sylvester Stallone's character puts together what I guess are the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. But I don't... From the 1960s. Oh, really? Yeah. So there was a Guardians of the Galaxy team from the 1960s that was basically those characters that you saw, plus Yondu. Um, he was and then Starhawk. The version, the movie version of the team didn't show up until like the early 2000s, mm. maybe like 2003. Um, but even though a lot of those characters had been in other comics before, that was the first time that they were a team called the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. So like Groot has also been around since the 60s, but, you know, <laughs> was not a Guardian until 2003. <laughs> right. And I knew Rocket Raccoon had been around for a long time yeah. also. Yeah. Because it was funny because I was playing um, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 mm. and Rocket's in there, but in that one, Rocket has a British accent. Well, isn't, <laughs> isn't even um, Rocket Raccoon li- mentioned in a Beatles song? Rocky Raccoon. Oh, I Rocky think Rocket Raccoon is named after Rocky Raccoon. And is Rocky Raccoon another Marvel character? No, Rocky Marvel? Raccoon is the Beatles song. Okay. I'm going to have to research this. Now that there's a Beatles channel on Sirius, I can listen to Beatles all day. Yeah. It's on the White Album. Okay. <laughs> That's racist. What? <laughs> Did they know? 
It's actually just called The Beatles, but everyone else calls it The White, the White Album. Album. Oh, okay. Because it's... <laughs> so what did everybody think of Baby Groot? So cute. Adorable. The that... first scene was really well done, and uh, just a, a nice twist on how a normal like action movie intro scene is done. I agree. Where everything's basically in the background. I was a little worried. I was like, is how can they live up to this? Because that intro was so well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a great job. Though. You know what it kind of reminded me of was, I don't know if any of you guys were into Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But there's an episode called The Zeppo that totally focuses on Xander. And so he's kind of dealing with his own, like, drama. Be- meanwhile, everyone else that has, like, powers and magic is, like, has this, like, apocalyptic thing happening, this whole crisis. And it's really great because they play it so seriously, although it's all happening in the background and it's supposed to be comedic, you mm-hmm. know, because it's so serious. Because then, meanwhile, this, like, normal character with no powers is off doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. So it did sort of, like... You know, I kind of got that little nod, which of course is another Joss Whedon thing. Not mm. that Joss Whedon did Guardians, but he is a Marvel. You know, he's a fold. much better person to shepherd in the tone of Marvel than Zack Snyder is to DC. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> well, now he, now he's going to DC. Yeah, now he is going to DC, so maybe he'll help fix some shit what for the Batgirl movie. Batgirl. Oh, Joss Whedon is going to do that. Correct. Apparently, Alicia Silverstone is like, I want to do it. <laughs> oh God. And I'm like, no, let's get an actress this time. <laughs> When that's in shape. She was all right. I guess she's, maybe she was a little she's belly. She's just like 45. No, she, back then when she played it. Is that what you mean or mean now? Yeah, they had to grease her up to get into her suit. Like, <laughs> there's all this stuff about like her. Like, they call what her fat girl. Grease? <laughs> that's so mean. We should not body shame on this podcast. You're right. Look, she was, she was a sexy young lady. She was. She was cute. When she was 17. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess. She had the Aerosmith song, right? She was in that one Aerosmith song? Yes, and then she was in a movie with Wesley from Princess Bride called The Crush. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where she was the creepy girl next door that he was crushing on, and then she was weird. What's the guy's name in that? Carrie Elwes. Yeah. I used to have the biggest crush on him. With the bees? Yeah. Oh, my God, that scene still (laughs) to this day. Uh, All right. Um, And so Wonder Woman's coming up. I have a concert that weekend, mm-hmm. so I'm actually going to Wonder Woman on Thursday night. Nice. Woo! The night that's before. Like, that's the first weekend of June. Yes, June 1st. You're welcome to go if you want to. Two weeks. Just If yes. you want to join yes. us. Well, I'll probably take you home. Big group. You're going that night also? I'm, it's always, I always go on a Thursday. Oh, well. Oh, you well. guys have to go to the IPIC Theater, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> You'll never go anywhere else again. <laughs> How much is a seat? Yeah. How much are they paying me to say this? No, they're not paying nothing. <laughs> if we have a sponsor on this show, it's Squatty Potty, and they're not paying for anything. Oh, right. yeah. We, don't get, we haven't gotten any Squatty Potty money yet. Did you get? Did you see the new ad? The yeah. Squatty Potty ad with Kathy Griffin? Uh, no, not that one. I saw the... She's walking around. She's talking about how everybody's full of shit. Oh, but it's shit is covered up. It's got like a blue turd on the front. Uh-huh. Nice. And she's like, see this lovey-dovey couple? They love each other because they're full of boop. You know? <laughs> she's like, and everyone is full of boop because of the way you sit on the toilet. It pinches <laughs> off your sphincter. Nice. Well, I did see the picture. I think they the tw- Squatty Potty tweeted it. It was like one hour photo, but the H. <laughs> the, so it just said one hour poo. And they were like, we can help. <laughs> the H and the T were blacked yeah. out. <laughs> They're getting pretty clever with their their Twitter. Yeah, has Arby's been uh, still funny? Yeah, they always do gaming themed yeah. stuff, which is cool. I like Arby's. Yeah, I, I love their horsey sauce, man. <laughs> they should totally team up with Squatty Potty. <laughs> right, right, All right. Start Definitely. it off. Start at Arby's. Finish at the Squatty Potty. <laughs> it's totally like ass to mouth. <laughs> no, it's mouth, mouth to ass. ass. <laughs> Well, um, before we go on to our last segment, I do want to talk about something that um, I went to last week. It was um, a screening put on by GLAAD um, of the third episode of American Gods, which Mm -hmm. we talked about in our last episode, Mm -hmm. um, because there was a super explicit gay scene. And what do you mean by explicit? Yeah, it was. (laughs) Uh, CGI penis, full dong, um, and magical cum shots, internal... Like x-ray shot. Yeah. No, it's... I mean, that's I not... I am a gape. But that's there, not there like... like flames. Yeah, it's it's a human and an, a djinn. 
genie. Genie, correct. Got it. So it's the DJ. So I-N. it's a magic creature and a human creature. Oh my! Sex. And the gin is the top. And the, correct. Both of them okay. weren't white. That's yes. I saw that picture. Yeah. <laughs> so you see, it's so it's like an X-ray shot. So you see the dong squirting. You don't see the dong. You see, like, you, the, it, at that point, everything's becoming all super psychedelic and twisted anything, but maybe you should just watch episode three. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like in X-Men when they, they go through the cosmic psychic shots. It was like that, and then you saw, like, mm-hmm. the spire squirt out, but you saw it in, inside of the person. <laughs> wow. And it kind of starts to fill him up. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, but no, it's actually like a, a pretty cool scene, the way that they meet and sort of like... Yeah. Was there love involved? It was pretty it, romantic. It, it w- wasn't love, but there was r- romance and like compassion and oh. like feelings. I've yeah. had sex like that before. Yeah. They hold me after I cry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, so after the... after They don't the, seem to know I'm joking. <laughs> but after this, after this screening, there was a panel with Neil Gaiman, who mm-hmm. of course wrote the book, and right. then the two, um, producers... Of the show, which is Brian Fuller and then shit, uh, Matt Nichols, I think Matt, who, um, but Brian Fuller's gay, mm. um, the other guy is straight, um, and then they had the two actors that played the two roles, also talking about it, and so it was very interesting because it was both like a love scene between two, you know, Middle Eastern characters, mm. Middle Eastern actors. And a, also a gay scene. So it was just sort of pushing a lot of boundaries. And so there was a lot of different people there at the screening, you know, both of like, you know, from like Muslim um, um, groups and, you know, obviously Glad is a gay um, advocacy group. Right. But the gays and lesbians not, against. But yeah, so there, I won't obviously, you know, we don't have enough time. I won't, I'm not going to talk about everything they talked about. But it, yeah, it was just, it was really interesting. I really liked Did everyone it. ask good questions? There was one bitch that at the very end. <laughs> After they've she been said, talking for like an hour. She said, when are you going to put like Wonder Woman hour. back in heels? <laughs> <laughs> no, but she was like, I have, a, I have a question for the writer. I'm sorry, what is your name? And everyone goes, because <gasps> <laughs> it's fucking Neil Gaiman. Right. Everyone knows who fucking Neil Gaiman is. And he's like, Neil. <laughs> so she just asked her a question like an ignorant person. It's like, really? After we've been, he's been speaking and everyone's been saying his name for an hour? Lady, come Maybe on. Maybe it was a passive aggressive thing. And it wasn't even a good question. It was like, whatever. She's like, I got free passes. Right. When a fun. man comes inside me, <laughs> it doesn't do that. It doesn't burn nearly that much. Where did you get that idea? Because you're doing it wrong, bitch. Right. Um, so is this scene like in the book too? Or is this like a yes. whole new... Oh, really? It is. Awesome. Yes. He wrote it in the book. Correct. Something else to jerk off to. Yeah. Although in the book, <laughs> now you have a they, visual. <laughs> that's their only scene. But in the show, they are supposedly in again. Nice. Are the gods good or bad? Like, I know yes. that, that Gillian Anderson is media, <laughs> uh-huh. and she's already been on the show as, as Lucille Ball, as Lucy. Correct. Is she good or bad? Uh, yes. yes. Oh. <laughs> I've never really seen her play a villain before. Aren't they all, like, morally ambiguous or something? Yeah, I mean, it's... Oh, well, they're gods. There they is no good or bad. It's, yeah, it's power versus power. Mm. Okay. Well, good, I get to see her be kind of bad, I guess. Yeah, she looked pretty amazing. Like, I actually didn't recognize her at first. Mm-hmm. Well, I put up a picture of it on my Facebook, and my mom's like, that's not Lucy. I'm like, <laughs> Mom, just ask me. Gosh. Okay. Well, now we're at that part of the program where we talk about what made us level up. So, um, do you have anything prepared, Matt? Oh, sure. Uh, well, I'm actually, I guess, I leveled up because... I'm looking forward to going to E3. <gasps> yeah. yeah! It's going to be my first time. Uh, just super excited. I mean, it's just going to be probably the best experience. I mean, I've been to Comic-Con, but I really, this, yeah. really am looking forward this to this. This is a whole, like... It's in different experience. It's next June. It's like in a couple weeks, right? Yeah. It's really soon. Wait, is it... It's not Pride Week. The weekend no, of Pride, is it? No, we still... I think we have two weeks after that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, I mean L.A. Pride. Uh, I don't live in Long Beach. Yeah. Uh, Long Beach Pride is this weekend. LA, yeah. The Pride that matters. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the big march is on June 11th. That's I wonder if we could LA still Pride. try to get in. To E3. To E3. On, like, journalist badges or Maybe. something. Hmm. Uh, well. Just go with us. Yeah. Well, that's, that's still not going to work. Well, oh. um, yeah, because uh, I've had Matt write for me in GD Magazine. 
doing VR reviews mm-hmm. for the last couple months, so that's how he's getting in. Nice. Oh, cool. <laughs> we do a podcast. Right. <laughs> and we don't get any money from Squatty Potty. We no. should at least get E3 tickets. Right. <laughs> tickets from Squatty Potty. To right. the <laughs> they treat us like shit. <laughs> Oh. Well, I'll go next. I'll tell you what made me level up. I have two of them. One of them is super short. Uh-huh. Uh, the first one is, I am part of a new alliance in Marvel Puzzle Quest, because I was put in a gay alliance when I first started playing the game, uh-huh. but then I realized that nobody else in my alliance was playing, and we're talking like 15 people, uh-huh. and you get bonuses if you all play. Right. Yeah, we stopped so, playing a long time ago. Yeah. So I went on and found another alliance, and it turns out they're all 15 people that play every day. They make sure that you play the events. If you don't, you get kicked out. And you get the kind of points that you have to collect to get four-star covers. So I'm very excited about that. And then secondly, I got Amazon Prime like two months ago. Sweet. And... I'm going to have you order, <laughs> no, yeah. have you order stuff for me now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I'm having so much fun. Uh, you know, the problem is the video side, which is supposed to be give Netflix a run for its money... Mm-hmm. The movies are just as shitty. Oh, you mean they just have Orphan Black? Yeah, I'll they, watch There that. are certain things that are exclusive to Amazon that Netflix does not have. Right, mostly TV series, but when right. it comes to movies. So I spent um, a part of my day yesterday looking up all these old movies where I would normally get them. So now I have to decide between getting them on Netflix or just paying three ninety nine to rent them on, um, you know, and just watch them right there. And I have to say that the, the availability of having them right then and there is a lot more enticing. So I'm enjoying my Amazon Prime, and I'm going to get Showtime and time to watch Twin Peaks, which is on next, uh, this coming Sunday, I think, is when it starts. Oh, yeah, I saw a trailer for it, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Whoa, Twin Peaks! Yeah. They said in in Firewalk With Me, or I think they said, we'll see you in 25 years. And now 25 years has passed. Oh, wow. Yeah. They didn't know that they would be making another series because mm. it easily could have been forgotten. Yeah, but I, it hasn't been. I was watching uh, Riverdale, at my friend's like like Roku or something, and then like the trailer for that came on right after Riverdale. I'm all like, ah, it's funny because it's kind of compared to that show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Riverdale is like Twin Peaks for teens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. <Or> teen Peaks. <laughs> teen Peaks. Yes. Teen Peaks. Stephen, what made you level up? So I'm pretty much. Getting all geared up for Long Beach Pride. Yay! They're gonna have a big old booth there, and they should do really good at Long Beach Pride. Yay! Cool. So I'm pretty excited. I'm sure I'm gonna be tired as fuck for the, like for the next couple days afterwards, but it's good. You have a booth both days. Yeah, I'll be there all weekend. Well, and we have a new sign for Game On that we're gonna be putting up. It's shiny. Mm-hmm. The grommets are still new. <laughs> um, and so, I don't know, maybe I'll drop by the table and I, Ray will drop by at, yeah. at some point. I think she's coming Saturday. So yeah. Well, if you meet gamer nerds, do some little blurbs and we'll put up a pride side quest if we can. Yeah. Asking them if they'd ever heard of us. They <laughs> <laughs> uh, were like, say this word, gamey? Gamer? Gamey? <laughs> <laughs> Gamey. I like gamey. <laughs> hmm. And Adam, what made you level up? Well, I just finished season two of Sense8 last night. Mm. Um, and I just want to plug it because it's so queer. And I think season two definitely held up to season one. It, you know, if anyone watched season one and liked it, it's obviously season one super queer. The whole thing is super queer. There, Of the eight main characters, there's uh, one trans, one gay, um, and then maybe other ambiguous <laughs> yeah, but I, I watched the first season i remember it was amazing it was really good but it's been what three years since that it's first been season two came years, out two years yeah. it feels like forever and when i went to watch this i was like what's going on i forgot everything i have to rewatch it all now. yeah i think i mean i think the biggest thing as far as time is that they actually do film on location in eight different cities and that's insane they have to plan everything out in advance so that they can film all 11 episodes from that take place in that city at that time. It's actually really cool. And so yeah, film it like seven it's a, times. It's a pretty intense production schedule, um, but it pays off. It works. But I wonder. I wonder how important it will be in for you know for queer television ultimately. I I think it's the queerest show on TV. Yeah. That's not technically a queer show. It, they have an amazing like gay pride scene. Yeah. And what city was it? In, in uh, Sao Paulo. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, some of that video surfaced. They had two yeah. of them were kissing. Oh yeah. Was that in the? I don't, no. It, oh, okay. It, but was, they show them all up on the. Flow. I was waiting for it, but I didn't see it in the the actual episode. But I was like, damn it. Yeah, that was just like spontaneous. It wasn't part of that the episode. But they were two straight guys that were kissing, right? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can always tell when two straight guys are kissing, even yeah. if they're if they, even if they're game for it. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like it was one of those like I want to see more of that those two particular. But there's a huge cliffhanger at the end, just like the end of season one had, and so everyone watch it so that they get to season three. Are there any big orgies? Uh, not like season one. Uh, there's like a huge like. Like uh, eight sensate versus another sensate. Oh, then it's a badass yeah. scene. You get to meet more of the sensates that are not part of the cluster. Spoiler yeah. alert! It's a cluster fuck. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode. Uh, two more weeks, we'll be able to talk all about Pride and Wonder Woman. Well, I think we might. Well, it depends how the timing of Wonder Woman happens, but. Oh. Because two weeks will still be before. Either it be right before or right after. Yeah. But I we'll am. still ha- be able to squeal with excitement. Squeal. <laughs> I mean, trail and greatness. Because we all want it to be good. That's right. It better be good. <laughs> so. On that note. That's right. Until next time. Game, game on. on.